Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories. Star Wars Canon versus Legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. Hello and welcome to the Holo- the Holocron Histories podcast, where we talk about all the lore of Star Wars, Legends versus Canon. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I am your other host, Ben of Tamaria. And today we are here with our lovely patron chat. So we have one of our tier, our Darth Sith Lord. No, what is it? Jedi Masters and Dark Darth. Lord of the Sith. Yeah, dark. Darth. Yeah. Darth tier. So we have Penguin with us. Penguin Ninja. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing great. So today we're here to talk about all things mandalorian season three that we know which is great because we just got off our first episode covering the legends material of the mandalorians and so fitting to kind of talk about that i just now noticed that we kind of like i was not i didn't realize we made a theme out of this until now (laughs) yeah next three weeks there's all mando oh yes so, yeah, we have that new trailer that dropped, what, a couple weeks, like a week or two ago for season three. It looks like we're going to get another Order 66 scene from what yeah, we see in the trailer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you don't, You sound you're not excited to see another Order 66 scene. Is it because we've seen so many of them and we know what happens? It's just Dave's getting predictable. But the thing is, though, is it Dave Filoni writing it? I thought it was John Favreau. They're a team on this. I mean, that's fair. Let's let's be real. John Favreau is the money behind Mandalorian. He's the he's like the let's market this, let's do this. He's the one who's like, I'm a Star Wars geek, so let me tell you how I think Star Wars geeks will respond to this. But Dave Filoni is the one doing all the lore. That's fair. That is fair. So as far as season three goes, obviously we left off season two with, you know, we're actually not even season two, Book of Boba, because that follows through uh, suit with Mando. We see, you know, Mando and Grogu reunited again, and Mando's awesome new Naboo starfighter, which is hands down the best ship that we probably have seen in recent Star Wars. Decked out Naboo starfighter, heck yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, 
where do you guys think this is going to go? I mean, obviously, he says in the trailer, oh, I need to go to Mandalore. And he's talking to the armorer. Okay. And he, I guess he's there to, like, redeem himself as a Mandalorian. But the thing is, he's technically Mandalore because he has the Darksaber. Like, you're muted, Teacup. Who knows what's happening? Penguin, what are your kind of thoughts on the episode or on the um, trailer and the things we saw? What do you expect to see there? I'm I'm not really sure to be honest. I well, we we know he's going to Mandalore. I I I think it's going to end with Bo-Katan getting the dark saber because that that was kind of that that seemed to be a point of tension in the end of season 2. So I I think that's where it's going to end, but I'm I'm not entirely sure what it's going to be in between. That's fair. I mean, the trailer tells us a lot, but also barely anything at all. I mean, we get, okay, he goes to Mandalore. Oh, he wants to redeem himself as a Mandalorian. It's like, okay, we get that. We kind of got that through, like, at least the whole redeeming himself in season two. Thing is, though, like, (laughs) I kind of hope Bo-Katan doesn't get the Darksaber back because she lost it in the first place. So why should she be the one to take it back? And Mm, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, something happens to where uh, Den becomes Mandalore, but, like, he reunites all the clans again under him. Who, who, who knows? Yeah. Um... So, like, this is where, like, Legends and Canon kind of divulge a little bit for me in that in Legends, Mandalore is something that you either take or you claim. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Candorous takes Mandalore by the right of, like, I found the mask that was lost by right of, like, achievement. Whereas, you know... Like, Maul takes Mandalore from pre Vizsla by right of combat and conquest, which are different things going on there. So, it's kind of like they've they've replaced, like, the Mandalore mask with the Darksaber. Yeah. But by all intensive purposes, like... Denjarin won the Darksaber, so he he could rule Mandalore if he wanted, or he could not. And I think he doesn't view himself based on Boba, Book of Boba. He doesn't view himself as a Mandalorian because he was cast out by the armor. Yeah, but isn't the armor part of, um, well, they're part of, isn't a sect of Death Watch or something like that. 
they're called the children of the watch i'm not quite sure exactly what they are but because if that's the case i mean like yeah the armor cast him out but and by all rights he can just like okay if i'm not a mandalorian then you're not either because i'm mandalore screw you (laughs) like he can do so much so much reform for the man like honestly he could bring back the mandalorians back to their old ways prior to like you know the formation of the peaceful era with um uh satine right so i doubt he will because that's not in his nature that we've seen he's like pretty much a free kind of a spirit like he just does what he kind of wants in a way but that that's the thing i don't know big one you might have thoughts about this but we don't know what din Djarin wants He's never really said anything that's like this. This is what I want. True. He's always been given tasks and directions by other people. It's like he's a PC in a like mid 2000s RPG. Hey, go do this thing. He's just set on so many fetch quests. He doesn't know what to do. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I don't. Other than, like, him protecting Grogu, like, I don't know what his purpose is and what he wants. Yeah, it it seems like protecting Grogu is his main focus, but he, he doesn't know what is the best way, like, the best path to do that. So maybe going to Mandalore will help him like find a find the path that he's looking for yep that's always possible I mean we've seen in the trailer that possibly obviously there's like the end scene with all the lightsabers that's obviously order 66 because that's kind of Plain and simple, it's in the temple, but there I know there's speculations we could see possibly another Jedi in this season, which would be interesting. Maybe that could, like, I don't know, spice things up to where, oh, hey, there's this overarching thing you need to do at Mandalore mm. besides of, like, taking Grogu there or taking the Darksaber back to Bo-Katan or something like that. What if, this is just my speculation, we possibly could see uh, Ezra Bridger randomly be in like season three. Well, or Sabine, and like something connect to the uh, something that we will get to connect to the Ahsoka series because that will be I hope, this summer. Right. I hope that we don't get Ezra in that show because, like, I want. I want to explore the mystery of what he was doing out in the unknown regions with Thrawn. And so if he's back, like I, it takes away all of the like yeah. suspense. Okay. Has to be in there. This is my thing about the Jedi. I, I do not think that we should have any more Jedi survive past the start of a new hope. Okay, yeah, that would make sense because you know, 
and you guys can disagree, maybe you have different thoughts, but <laughs> I just feel the more Jedi that are alive post start of A New Hope, the it, less important dis- Luke Skywalker it, is. Yeah, I was going to say it diminishes his importance and as the role as quote-unquote the last Jedi. Right. So, And it just, I think it also makes these Jedi look bad. Like, we can say that, you know, Ahsoka was out probably helping the Rebellion in other places. To, and she's technically like, also not a Jedi. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> she's whatever. just a But, you know, order. but it says, I think it diminishes Ahsoka's character, too, if, you know, oh, there's some weird reason that she's not at the Battle of Endor. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I feel like she would be involved. Like, she would hear of Luke and be like, Skywalker like she would like get involved in that I think it diminishes her character for her to not be and so I think that the more Jedi that survive post original trilogy post A New Hope diminishes kind of their role in like it diminishes their character and it diminishes Luke Skywalker's character Yeah, yeah that's fair yeah that's understandable so yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, besides that, like seeing Jedi stuff in the trailer, uh, we do see. I don't know if anybody noticed. Uh, Mando has a droid in his ship, like docked onto the top of his Naboo starfighter. I don't know if yeah, anybody I thought, noticed. I did. Um, I thought that was interesting. In that, he... hates droids, but now Grogu doesn't get his little like compartment mm-hmm. and that makes me that makes me sad because i liked that <laughs> i mean let's be all, all be honest the best part of that trailer was when grogu pushed the button and like they freaking sped up and right. he said Woo! <laughs> now this is pod racing <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I will never miss an opportunity to throw in a baby Anakin quote. Uh, do you have any thoughts, Penguin? Yeah, I I definitely think the Jordan the Starfighter is interesting. We we did see him start to uh, become a bit more lenient on his hatred towards droids in like later season i think it was what like late season one he you kind of see him like kind of like okay not all droids are bad because ig11 and then what season two heck heck he had droids work on his ship on a regular basis yeah i'm tattooing he was just like "Ah, yeah whatever you did fine the first time go for it Mm mm-hmm yep so yeah, I mean that's cool. He gets his own droid. It looks like it's an R four unit or R five yeah. unit from what I've seen. Something like that. Because the dome shape. Um, yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, it's either R four or R five. Because the droid I have sitting on my stand here is an R six. So. Right. So, um, but there's that, and I'm trying to remember everything else that happened in that trailer. Uh, it was a good two-minute trailer. Um, I can't think of anything. Crap. 
Hmm. Yeah, season well, three. We do, yeah, we do see Mandalorians like dropping out of the sky, Ooh, fighting. We do see true. all of that. I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. Got some drop troopers. Yeah. Yes. So why don't we take our break real quick and then we can come back and talk about um kind of the siege of Mandalore, basically. Sure. And like where where we can kind of go over like where Mandalore is at the start of this season. Sure. Yeah. Well, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about what has to do with the podcast, but not the lore. Um, It's here where we thank our patrons, our patrons like Penguin. Thank you so much for your support. And if you would like to come and support us and come and hang out on these shows, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash histories and signing up for the Jai Master slash Darth tier. And you can come and join us on these episodes here. If you can't come and join us, you can support us by leaving ratings and reviews on apple and spotify if you on apple if you leave us a review a five-star review with some words we will read it out on a future episode of the show ben i do not think we have a review to read today Uh, i do not believe so we do not we do not all right um other than that, you can come and hang out with us on Discord. You can find us on the Cups Podcasting and More Discord server and the Robots Radio Network Discord server. You can find a channel for this uh, show on both of those servers. You can also find channels for our other shows. We do a plethora. Um, this is the only show that we host together. True. That is that is now a, that is a correct statement, Ben. Unlike yes. last time. <laughs> Yes. yes. If you want to show. see, if you want to see Ben talk about some other games that you like to enjoy, like The Witcher or Assassin's Creed, he does guest frequently on The Witcher, and he is on our Ezio Part One in the Assassin's Creed lore cast. So if you want Ben's thoughts on that, you can go check him out on those shows. Yes, and you can also check me out on my other show, the Wizarding World lore cast. Um, and I do want to remind everyone. We do uh, record these episodes live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm trying to remember how many yes. hours that is. Um, so if you guys want to join us on the live shows, feel free to follow me at Ben of Tamaria on Twitch. That is where we do the live recordings. Yeah, come hang out with us and give us your comments in real time. Yes. But I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Back into more Mandalorians. All right. No, still no. Man, I don't know what's going on with these sound effects that you can't hear them. Right. Well, and then like the droid sounds at the beginning are very quiet. I just basically wait till you to look at me and then I know we're back. Well, darn. Penguin, did you hear the blaster and then the Wilhelm scream? No, not at all. See, like, when I'm on Tom's shows, it's the same thing. Like, I can't hear half of the sound clip when he plays them. I, I don't oh. I, I don't know if it's something to do with OBS or what. So, that's what I'm assuming. Mm. But, yeah. So, Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, Mandalore is kind of in a... 
kind of a rough spot where we are at in this point in time into the series. This is obviously after Clone Wars, so there was a giant siege at the end of the Clone Wars, which we do see in season seven, or see in and season six. A little bit. A little bit of season Maybe. six, mainly season Maybe. seven, because you know Ahsoka has that freaking awesome fight with Maul, and I I can't get over that fight. That fight's amazing. It was completely and- choreographed with like legitimate people. Right. And that is what ends up putting the Siege of Mandalore is what it really ends up putting the Saxon mm-hmm. clan up for a lot of power there. And then they take that from Bo Katan pre, like during the Empire, and the Saxon clan gets established there and the Mandalorian becomes under Imperial rule and then that brings us to Rebels where there's the second siege of Mandalore. Oh yeah, I forgot that's like it's called the second siege. Um cuz that's when Sabine goes back to the planet, mm-hmm. right? And tries to reunite all the clans again cuz she owns she has the dark saber. Right, which is where she then gifts the dark saber to Bo-Katan. Yes. To rule Mandalore. And you then might be... Off... <laughs> and y'all might be wondering, it's like, wait a minute, don't you have to win it by combat? Yes. yes. <laughs> you, you do. But... Um, so, so at some point, off screen, I don't think we've ever seen it, even in a comic. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Um, Moff Gideon comes to Mandalore to basically... And he turns he basically glasses the planet like completely sieges it he casts down Bo-Katan he takes the Darksaber from her and effectively becomes the leader of Mandalore by that until he loses it to Din Djarin in season two of Mandalore of Mando yep yeah and we don't really know. Again, I don't know. Ben, you've done the research. I, like, we don't really know where Mandalore and the Mandalorians are sequel trilogy time. Like, what do you mean? Like, the actual Mandalore the leader? Like, we don't know anything about them by the time of the sequel trilogy. Oh, yes. Um, they're not a player yeah. in the Resistance. Um Dinjar, like that whole thing that we see in Mando season one and two is really all we see of Mandalorians post Return of the Jedi. And what I have a feeling is probably going to happen because John Favreau did confirm the Mandalorian series will connect up to the sequel series. So I have a feeling like even though we don't know where Mandalore is at currently in like the sequel trilogy at this point in time. We'll get that fleshed out because I believe that's what they'll do with Mandalore or Mandalorian, the show, to add more lore to the Mandalorians up to the sequel trilogy. Because compared to Legends, there's a lot of like, there's there's a lot of stuff pre uh, or post return and quote unquote uh, sequel trilogy that. Mandalorian and Mandalore has in Legends because right. like Boba Fett becomes the new Mandalorian Legends. 
So, right. uh, and he reunites the clans and everything and all that fun stuff. I will say that we do know if you look very closely, if you pause the image in Rise of Skywalker of all the ships arising at Exegol, Exegol you can see a Razor Crest in there. Yes. And that and was so, before Mandalorian aired. Just no. So it was not? It was not because they were all like, you have to watch the end. You have to watch certain episodes of Mandalorian before you went and saw Rise of Skywalker because it introduced force healing. I'm pretty sure... Like episode... Episode 9 and 10 came out before Rise of Skywalker. Did it? Yes. What? They came out the same, like, it, it, because, so Mandalorian season 1 came out in, like, October of 2018 or 2019. And then Rise of Skywalker came out that Christmas. Well, huh. Holy crap. Yeah. It's been three, I mean, it's been like four years, so it's kind of like hard to like remember everything. I did not realize Mando came out. I completely forgot it came out um, literally one month before Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Because that's before the world went to crap. (laughs) Yeah, and so it was very interesting because, yeah. Yeah, and then then we also have the, um, and Force Awakens, we have the um, Mandalorian. um, Oh, banner. um, uh, Mythosaurus banner. Mm -hmm. And uh, a um, Takadana. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. So, with that, Penguin, kind of like, what kind of do you hope for out of this Mando season three? Uh, Well, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to having more Mandalorians. I I do want to see more Bo-Katan. I'm a fan of her. But uh, definitely more Mandalorians and them maybe trying to rebuild Mandalore. Something along those lines. Yeah, I mean we. I mean that's all possibility. Um, I mean from what we can tell, at least like there's a clan or a group of Mandalorians that's having conflict with someone because we see them drop out of a ship. So maybe that is on Mandalore. Maybe they're trying to retake parts of the planet or maybe they're trying to expand their territory like they used to in the days of old where they would conquer planets and whatnot. Mm. That was, that's always possible. I doubt that's the case though, because you know, their own planets kind of like messed up pretty heavily. Um. Yeah, I. It's hard to say. I mean, 
with you know John Favreau, Dave Filoni, you know they like to tease a lot of stuff, but don't tell you anything whatsoever until like the show drops. Right. So like, hey, here's this like you see this thing in the corner of the screen. I was like, hey, there's this, and then like, it's like, oh, that's awesome. What like that's from this? What's going to do is ah nothing. I what? <laughs> I just really want it to be about Mandalorians and not about Grogu. <laughs> I love that little green guy. That's fair. But... Focus more on. You know, the actual Mandalorian where the show's named after. Compare like, yeah, it's cool. We have little baby Yoda Grogu, which is awesome. But like I'm sorry, a lot of the conflict deals with the guy who's carrying him around. Right. It'd be cool to see him doing more bounty hunter stuff. Honestly. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Um I'm I kinda hard see... with the ship though. Yeah, I could actually see that he do bounty hunter stuff like for the first like four or five episodes of the season and then the last like two to four episodes of the season are focused mainly on Mandalore. Could see that. Or, I mean, you know, him and the armor are not like, you know, best friends anymore. What no. if the children of the watch go try to go to war with him? Yeah. I could see that. Well, there's only him and Paz Vizsla. There's only two of them. Well, I mean, are they the last of the children of the watch? I thought there were more. Yes, because they're all dead when they go to, um, when they return to Navarra in season one. Star oh. Wars is the only one behind and she's like, they're all dead. Okay, crap. Because they basically everything. Reve- they reveal themselves to help Danish escape. That's right. I remember because I remember that. I completely forgot they all died. <laughs> yeah, John Favreau's character is alive though. Yes, <laughs> because John Favreau. What do you think, Penguin? Uh I I think bounty hunting stuff would be cool. I he he definitely would need a new ship. I'm honestly honestly, I've never been a fan of the Naboo Starfighter. It it just seems very soft and unpractical as far as Starfighters go. But that that's just my opinion. I I think he'd do better with some sort of some sort of gunship, maybe the size of the Razor Crest, maybe a little bigger, but yeah, yeah. Okay, get it like a gunship, or even like maybe a freighter, kind of like a Millennium, Millennium Falcon, or something along those lines. Probably, I would say probably a gunship like he had prior, because of the storage storage compartments he ha- he could have. Um, yeah, I mean. We, he might get a new ship, maybe, maybe towards the end of the season, I would imagine, if anything, if they want to do something. They're going to highly market that Naboo Starfighter in a major, major way. They're going to market maybe. the crap out of it. Maybe they are not the great 
They have not. Disney has not done good on toys. Well, I know. Fair point. Sorry, Disney. Uh, get your marketing team up to snuff. <laughs> um, hey, Hasbro has been doing decent. Has been doing good with the Black Series, though. You can't deny that. It's true. It's true. I'm mad at Hasbro, it. though. So oh. I can't give them anything. Oh no! What they do? Are you talking about One the Wizards? Oh, the, yeah, you know they re- you know they revoked all that. Yes, I know, but I'm still mad at them for trying in the first place. All right, that's fair. That's understandable. Now, you know, they revoked all of that. And if you, nobody knows, Hasbro tried to do a shady thing with trying to get everybody who uses the D&D 5E edition of the rule set for any other, like, um, you know, different games and have, like, all those pay royalties to Wizards of the Coast because they were using their own rule sets, even though it was a free format. And they randomly, hey, we need more money, so we're going to charge everyone. Wizards of the Coast, you make enough money with Magic the Gathering. You don't need to charge more for D&D. Just no. saying. That's my opinion. Anyway. They, they charge a whole mortgage for a Magic deck. They don't need Exactly. You don't need anything else, Wizards. I'm just glad I never got into Magic. Good. I haven't either. I don't even allow. I don't even allow the Magic: The Gathering content in my D and D games. Fair enough. But anyway, since this is not the D and D lore cast, (laughs) Star Wars. Um. So yeah, like I don't know. Mando season three is going to be like it's shrouded in mystery. We we get little glimpses here and there. The only thing we really know is okay. Jen and Grogu are going to are going to uh, Mandalore. They're going to do something there. We. More Mandalorians are going to be in the show, which I assume means probably going to be on Mandalore. And yeah. we get another, you know, old-fashioned Order 66 scene because we totally need that another one after the one we got in uh, Mando Season 1, Season 2, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, yeah, those three shows. Bad At least batch. the one bad batch. Oh, I forgot. Oh, and bad Clone batch. More scenes in seven. Fair point. Yeah, we we got enough order sixty six. It's just you know like what all those shows have in common. They're all made by Dave Filoni. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's something else. I mean, we'll probably get a little bit more on Grogu's backstory, who like smuggled him out of the temple, kind of a thing. That's what I'm assuming that scene's going to be about. Probably. Um. Yeah, I who knows? Like this season, it starts in a month. Well, in a month and yeah, a month, March first. It drops on March first, so it's in a month. So, Ben, do you have a Mandalorian helmet? I don't. The only Uh, thing Star Wars like headwear I have is I have a Sith acolyte mask. Oh, like from Old Republic? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I have like headwear. For uh, Star Wars, I got plenty. I have like two lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. I have two lightsabers, two holocrons, droid. Yeah, I don't have anything Mandalorian though. I want his blaster. I do want his blaster pistol. I want one. The, oh, the pistol. Yeah, I want his blaster pistol from the show because I use that in the older public MMO, and I want my Jedi cosplay to have that on my hip. Yes. Uh I have him. I have his black series from season one. 
Oh, before his like full Beskar? Yeah, so the brown armor yeah. with the rifle and the blaster. And yeah, that's the other thing. I need I want to buy the nerf ambient blaster rifle they have. It's a full size breech load nerf blaster blaster rifle one on one scale from Man from Mandalorian. Wow. It's oh, sadly man. not in the like the colors you want it to be, but there's paint for a reason. Yeah, I was gonna say you can always paint that. <laughs> exactly. So you coming centigrade those Jawas. Coming soon will be Ben's uh, Mandalorian cosplay. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> that is way too much. You know how much it is to get a freaking Mandalorian cosplay. I mean, you have to 3D print the entire thing, and that's just way too much. You gotta commit, man. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm doing a Sith and a Jedi cosplay. That's the l- most I will touch probably with Star Wars. I'm currently already working on another cosplay right now, okay? It's for Dragon mm. Age. You oh, yes, be, I know. Yeah. The, the, the staff's almost done. Oh, that's exciting. Right. Any last thoughts about the Mando season three trailer? Kind of curious if we're going to get anything in Jedi Survivor now that will mm-hmm. connect to Mando because it's during. So apparently the, the, oh no, the uh, it's during. Uh, it's going to be during Obi Wan. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we could see something with Rebels. Maybe who knows. Well, it's interesting to me. No, I think it's later than that because it's... the ti- the tie-in novel mm-hmm. has the fifth brother in it as like a deserter. As a deserter? Yeah. Like here, let me. For all of you who don't know, let me uh, read you the description of. There is a tie-in novel for all of you who don't know between Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor called Jedi Battle Scars. Okay. Publisher summary. Cal Kestis has built a new life for himself with the crew of the Mantis. Sorry, you got Mantis. Together, Cal's crew has brought down bounty hunters, defeated Inquisitors, and even evaded Darth Vader himself. More importantly, Marin, Seer, and Grease, and faithful droid BD-1 are the closest thing Kel has to a family since the fall of the Jedi Order. Even as the galaxy's future grows more uncertain by the day, uh, with each blow struck against the Empire, the Mantis crew grows more daring. On what should... Oh, never mind. Here we go. On what should be a routine mission, they meet a stormtrooper determined to chart her own course with the help of Cal and the crew. In exchange for helping start a new life, the Imperial deserter brings word from a powerful, potential, invaluable tool for the fight against the Empire. And even better, she can help them get to it. Uh, the only catch is their pursuit by the fifth brother. So I read too fast. So I thought the Imperial Deserter was the fifth brother. Oh, gotcha. But, so it probably is during Obi Wan because it's set in nine AB or nine BBY. So yeah. that is the same timeline as Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So it's during set during the same year. Is that is the book out? No, it comes out like March seventh or something like that. 
Okay. So, okay, it gives me a month to listen to it because now, sadly enough, we have to announce mm-hmm. uh, Jedi Survivor was pushed back to April 28th, which Well, sucks. I know it comes... I know it comes on Kindle on March 7th. I don't know when the audiobook comes. <gasps> well, I'll be looking forward to it whenever. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be out. And uh, yeah, I know I saw that we dropped Penguin. He dropped, sadly. Oh. Oh no, we lost him. We lost Penguin. Oh no. Well, thank you all for listening to the Holocaust Mysteries podcast. He comes back. Um, and may the force be with you (laughs) thank you for listening to holocron histories star wars canon versus legends you can find us on the robots radio discord at robotsradio.net you can also follow us on twitter at swhollowhistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com Vault Dwellers, join me, Jaxus, Sassy Lady Rover, Eric, and the Creator Maverick as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using FalloutRTD at gmail.com. Join us. The conversation has already started.